Everton's afternoon goes from bad to worse. Southampton double their advantage. On this episode of Premier League in Pajamas, Super Saints, Championship Contenders, and a Match Week 7 preview. To the only Premier League podcast with a dress code. And that dress code, Jake? Jammies. Say it with me. Jammies. Wow. I've got mine on. I'm cozy. I'm comfortable. Always cozy. Wearing this slick new shirt. Same. Yeah, I know you are. I can see it. It looks really good. <laughs> looks just like yours. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. It's the same. I'm it's wearing great. it. All right, so, let's move forward. Yeah. Um, well, look, we're a day late. Yes, That's ours. Um, Jake, you look very tan, though. Would you mind Ooh. maybe talking about why you're so bronzed? Uh, I am so bronzed, and we are a day late because I was in Mexico soaking up some rays. Um, it's weird. I, I didn't come along. Uh, yeah, I kind of thought maybe. Hey, next yeah. time, dude. Yeah. Probably not, but no, that's, sorry. Okay, well, uh, so, you know, yes. I'm pretty bronzed myself from staying in the Colorado snow. Uh, over the past uh, week. So. Oh, yeah. I missed out on that snow. Bummer. Yeah, I'm so. super sad about that. Yeah, I'm pretty bummed as well. But uh, moving on. Moving on. Because, frankly, I don't want to reminisce on what was. Right. That I missed out on. I want to talk about what was that sure. I did get to be a part of, which was watching match week six mm-hmm. of the Premier League. And we're going to go over the results. Obviously. We Let's always do, do. We always go over each individual result. But, Jake, I want to start off with our first topic. Just right off the bat. Okay. Saints beat Everton. It is just the headline of the week. Everton was flying to start the Premier League season. So that is Southampton, for those of you not... What did I say? You said Saints. Oh, yeah. Not familiar with the, you know, nicknames and stuff. Well, they're Super Saints, you know, that's... No, that, I, that's I, I understand. Section. No, a lot of people do know that. Yeah. But, you know, we have a wide fan base. Sure. So. Yeah, I get it. Uh, but anyway, 2-0 win... Southampton mm-hmm. over Everton. It's just I feel like it's the first thing that has to be discussed. Southampton, three wins and one draw in their last four matches, the draw being the three three mm-hmm. thriller against Chelsea. And Jake, what's going on with Southampton? Well, uh ever since Tottenham gave them a little thrashing. <laughs> sure. Uh, they did. They've Five looked two. great, yeah. They've looked great and uh everything's really clicked in the midfield, I think it's the key. And it's really set up those attackers well. And the, I mean and the attackers are doing some feeding as well. Um, it's not just poaching, like Danny Ings, uh, yeah. two assists last game. Unbelievable. Um, after a good form of scoring, um, becomes a little uh, setup man instead of the scorer, which you love to see. And uh, I don't know, it's just you don't really see Southampton in these kind of grooves like so often. So. The thing is, they've always kind of been around. And right. A but few seasons ago. I want to say maybe five or six now. They were actually a very decent competing for top six Premier League team. Okay. And so it's been a while. But I guess my point just being, but they've never fallen out 
Sure. Three. They've been a solid team. I was going to say, they remind me of like Burnley. They're just, exactly. they're always yeah. there. Right. They're never going to really do anything special. Right. Except lose 9 0 to Leicester. That happens. That, to the best of, yeah. It happens. <laughs> it happens. But uh, it's just, but it's one thing to not drop out of the Premier League. So it's like, you got to hang your hat on that. And they've all, they've been hanging around enough and contending in some aspects for the top half of the table. So Well, and on top of that, it's not like Danny Ings wasn't in the Golden Boot race last year. I mean, we know the man can score. He yeah. didn't do well at Liverpool, but the man is a goal scorer. Mm-hmm. And as I'm sure you can appreciate as a Harry Kane fan, okay. who is one of the top assisters in the Premier League of all time, mm-hmm. just one of the best. You know, everybody talks about him when you think assists. Every Danny year, Ings not just providing this. assists, you know? It's, yeah. You love to see it. You love to see it. But yeah, it's, it's been a surprising kind of turn of form for them because mm-hmm. after losing 5-2 to Spurs you're thinking alright Southampton is Southampton they're going to be mid-table whatever and they still might end up there look I said match week 6 maybe is when I'd stop saying early days so we're looking at more mid-early days perhaps <laughs> well I was just more we're looking at more form ah, to continue on right. to mid-season and honestly I'm sure most Southampton fans over every five games would take Three wins, a draw, and a loss. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, who wouldn't? <laughs> you know, I mean, as I mean, outside of like the top four competing teams, I mean, yeah, I was gonna that, say I would take that. <laughs> that is that is great form, and yeah. so I I just I like to see it. I like to see Southampton doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows? Maybe I mean, I didn't have them finishing particularly highly this year, but who knows? They could exceed a lot of expectations, especially because it's been so turbulent to start the season. Just overall. In these early days. Well, not so early days anymore, but moving on to the overall yeah, let's, results. Let's, let's hear the recap. This is my favorite First part. one, Villa goes down. Leeds, three, oh. Villa, zero. That's a thrashing. That is. And I said in the last podcast, if Villa were finally going to drop points to somebody, I could see it being a newly promoted team. And you switched your surprise pick to that. Yeah. To Leeds winning. How vindicated do you feel right now? Um, pretty vindicated. Uh, I'm sure you feel just as sad as oh, I feel no, vindicated. Oh, no, 100%. Yeah. yeah. For kind of pushing me to switch that yeah. pick. So, thank you for that. You're um, welcome, yeah. And we'll, see, we'll see in a second it made a big difference in our standing. Oh, a huge difference. Yeah. Um, anyway, then on Saturday we had a West Ham draw with Man City. Maybe people didn't see that coming. I know I didn't. I did not. Uh, I thought I thought the West Ham run of form would would end, but here we are, as they draw against Man City. Then we had Crystal Palace beating Fulham. Jake's bet of the week. Jake's bet of the week. It hit. You're welcome. Yeah, if you put some money down on that, like I didn't, <laughs> then you're just so thankful for Jake Hastings right now. And if you didn't, you should have, and right. you should next week. Right, exactly, because you're on fire. On fire. You're on fire. <laughs> After that, we had a nil nil draw, Man United and Chelsea, mm-hmm. not for a lack of chances. No. But, you know, just overall, probably a result. That I, I would have thought there would have been goals in that game, to be honest. Oh, I did not see it being a 0-0 draw. Yeah. That was shocking. Uh, but, but hey, it happened. That's football. That's mm-hmm. Wizards chess. You know, that it just happens. Uh, after that, we had a much closer game than I think either of us predicted. Liverpool only beating yeah. Sheffield 2-1. And I think we both picked kind of a Liverpool blowout. We both picked Liverpool, obviously, because... Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? But 
surprising. Sheffield hung in there. Not only that, went up 1-0. I mean, they had the initiative in that game. Yeah, and uh, I mean, obviously, what, they lose the first three games yeah. of the season? Uh, coming against the league title holders? You, I mean, it's I, a tough I did not see sure. that coming. And, uh, I mean, I could have seen them holding them to two goals because of their, you know, kind of defending nature. Mm-hmm. But uh, scoring first, I didn't really see in the cards. No, who could have? No. Who could have? But uh, then we had a Southampton, like we said, victory over Everton. Mm-hmm. Then we had a Wolves draw with Newcastle. Oh. Yeah. No, I, I believe we called that. I can't remember now. We've we've calculated the pickums. I just for some reason can't remember, but I think I picked a draw in that game. Like I say, you're the one who went over this recently, yeah. so you should know. I'm pretty sure. But okay. anyway, the point being, they tied. Yeah. Um, and then Leicester beating Arsenal, one 0 Happy about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean the the thing is is Jamie Vardy. Mm-hmm. You can always count on him to score. Maybe not a hat trick or three goals in two games, but he does like a goal, especially against big teams. And he got a decider against Arsenal. And at, I mean, at the end of the day, that game was riddled with yellow cards. It was. It was unbelievable. Like eight or nine. Eight. There were yeah. eight yellow cards. Yeah. <laughs> um, but one goal, and that's what mattered. And and Cengiz Under came on off the bench, provided the assist for the goal. It's fairly impressive. Fairly impressive. Yeah, just as Arsenal fans were celebrating that no one was going to be invincible this season. Right. After Everton's loss, they uh, lost themselves to Leicester. So, not what you want to see. Well, and what else, what else is interesting is Jamie Vardy didn't start that game. Jamie Vardy and Cengiz Under did not start that game. And they both came off the goal bench to combine for the, yeah. for the game-winning goal. You so, go. maybe you'll see him start next game. Who knows? Don't know why he didn't. Was he not... Full fitness? I honestly, I don't know. Uh, I just know that it was Harvey Barnes that took his spot and wasn't quite the performance that you were looking for if you were if you were Lester, but it all turned out okay. Color me shocked. <laughs> I will. I will. And then uh, on Monday, we had a Brighton-West Brom draw, which mm-hmm. was not exactly our game of the week, but not exactly. we saw a few goals, or we predicted few goals, and that kind of turned out to be 1-1. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, your Spurs beat Burnley 1-0. Thrilling. Another Harry Kane, Hume, and Son combination. You love to see it. Yeah, it did look like it was coming for a while, but glad it did. Yeah, no, I'm shocked <laughs> that you feel that way. But Jake, your best goal of the week. We saw them all. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know for me, it was Antonio's bike versus no, that was Man a great City. One, yeah. um, and the thing is, is... I had two very close tied for second picks right after sure. that. But if somebody scores an overhead kick, it's got to be your number one. At least in my opinion. But I was followed by a close second for Raul Jimenez versus Newcastle and Tom Kearney versus Palace. See, I knew that you were going to pick that overhead as your goal of the week. So I uh, picked Tom Kearney's banger. It was. From outside the box. Uh, even though they lost. But Yeah, no, that's and that's the thing. I mean... It doesn't have to be a winning goal. To no, be no, no. I, you know, I was just putting that tidbit in. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, again, Raul Jimenez's, I thought, was fairly impressive Did as well. Did he volley to himself, or was it a... Uh, it was just a... I mean, it was just true a... volley. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it was bouncing. Yeah. But I, I, assuming I understand what you're asking, 
Yeah, it was just a volley. I, okay. mean, was... I, I think I'm thinking of a different goal. Okay. I saw someone this past week get the ball and kind of kick it up to themselves. And... Oh, I see. Anyways. I mean, he controlled it. It's not like it was like one time, if that's what you're thinking of. Look, we'll get into the nitty-gritty yeah, no, of this no, no, later. No, no. The, this is our second place no, I'm, goal. I'm you know? so, oh, I'm livid. Uh, and then our fantasy team, Jake. Yeah? We actually had a decent performance. Above average? Above average. Yes! We had 52 points. Love the it. average was 48. That's a tough week for people. It's a tough week for everyone, for sure. But we had Son on 22 points as our captain. You're welcome. We had Patty Bamford, 17 oh, points yeah, on the that Hattie. Hat trick, yeah. The only downside of the week, really, being that we were stoked on Luca Dinier. We were so excited. <laughs> we and were. he got <laughs> negative two points in the game. Which, you know... It was a soft red. I was going to say, that yeah. is debatable whether he shouldn't have been sent off at all. Um, but they have since reduced it to a one-game ban. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. It would have been astounding if they left it. But so, so not our best fantasy performance so far, but certainly not our worst. No. And you know, it's just something to build on. You know, we're staying above average, which was really our only goal. Our only goal. We didn't have many goals. Yeah. In life, in general. No, I. I mean, I'm kind of running out of them myself right now. But... So to have one in this, um, you know. Podcast. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> yeah, no. Above I, average. I like it. You, yeah, you, you keep your goals low so you can only overachieve. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully overachieve. Yeah. But uh, that moves us on to our sponsored segment, the Smile Mask mm-hmm. Team of the Week. We talk about Smile Mask every week. Every week. It and... is a revolutionary American company. So if you haven't heard us before, they make masks with a clear front to enable uh, deaf people to read your lips because you don't really realize uh, how hard it is to, you know, see what people are saying when you can't see lips. Right, no, and that's, I think, the best way of putting it is that when you can't <laughs> especially, see Especially when we're the not lips. deaf. Yeah. We, we don't think about it. Yeah. Um, Great sponsor. But so. also, you know, if you just want somebody to see your smile... Which they have it's a the new. Mask they have a new. Uh, yeah, they have the new yeah. style that is a little bit wider. More of a smile. Exactly, and I know Jake. When I look at you, I think that's a wide smile. Wow. He needs the full mask to be able to contain that. that that's a honeycomb smile. If I ever seen one. <laughs> <laughs> it's gorgeous. But getting into the team itself. Yes. Yes. Uh, in goal. Oh. We have, and again, this is a combined effort. We come I, up with this together. I was kind of. Uh off track i forgot what we were doing yeah no it has you were so team, focused team on of the week, smile mask. in case you missed it like i did i missed this whole thing uh so we have mendy from chelsea and yep. goal kept a clean sheet couple big saves against manchester united was that his third or fourth in a row yeah he well yes as of i think the that champions was his third league. in a row yeah, and this then is now fourth. as we're recording the, on a thursday yeah, champions now league, yeah, we've got all the champions league yep. games and so he's had four in a row but at the time was three cool uh, Jake, why don't you run us through the defense? So, uh, I mean, I might as well start with Toby Allerwald, my sure. my Spurs man. Uh, four arrows, one, and 86% passing. And just really bossed that defense. Didn't really let anyone by. Uh, got a little knock in the first half. We had a bloody, uh, like, the, you know, the top of your eye where that skin sure. kind of cuts easily. Yeah. Anyways, looked really cool for a second with that blood going down his face. Yeah. Regardless... Played okay. super well, <laughs> didn't let that affect him, and uh, held it down for the clean sheet. Um, also, in our center backs, we have Vestergaard. Who, 
had a controversial yes. omission last week because of the Some may alone. say snubbed last yes. week because he scored the win or right. the tying goal. Uh, we had most aerials, uh, won a clean sheet and 95% passing and just really looked great back yeah. there. No, and I mean, at the end of the day, you shut out Everton. Mm-hmm. There's got to be somebody from the Southampton defense huh. in the back line. But continue, please. You're doing great. I'm doing the backs as well. Yeah, I just want you. I just want the, you to cover the back line. Sure. We have uh, Jao Cancelo, yeah, from uh, City, and uh, he had an assist, I he believe. Did. And he was frankly, I thought the yeah, best, best player, player on the pitch. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, at least for City. Um, you think there's better people? I thought Declan Rice played sure. great, but we're gonna get into we'll that. We'll get to that. Um. But, and then yeah, on the other sides, yeah, we have uh, Nelson yeah. Semedo. Is that yeah, his first that's name? his name. Yeah. Oh, his last name. The very same. 91% passing, two key passes, and uh, I think he just had an overall great game on that right side. Yeah, no, he did. And the thing is, what I like about this week is we actually built according to the 4-3-3. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like we just put in a ton of random players. So Well, it was tough last week. It was. Yeah. There were a lot of good performances. This was easier. This I one was say. a little easier. So And just moving right into yeah. that. So Declan Rice, we Mid- have him as midfield, our center defensive yeah. mid. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day. The man had 100% pass accuracy. Which is astonishing. You cannot ask for much more than that out of your center defensive mid. He played fantastic against top opposition. And really, I mean, he bossed the midfield in that game. We then have James Ward-Prowse as one of our other midfielders. Who had a goal for Southampton. Big Mm. result for Southampton. So, like we said, of course there's going to be Southampton players in there. But looked great. Uh, you know, I think people go back and forth on whether or not he will be a top-class player. Sure. Um, because he's been around for a while, and everybody knows he's an excellent set-piece taker. It's just one of those things, puts in great deliveries from corners, a great free-kick taker. I think people wanted to see his game start to develop more in terms of goal contributions. And I think this season, as he's, I believe, now the captain of Southampton, he's really starting to come into his own, which I like to see. And I wouldn't be surprised if he... If he continues this form, I wouldn't be surprised if you see a more upper side, yeah. upper table team pick him up. Sure. Because he's been great. Uh, and then as our other center mid, we have Klitsch from Leeds, who had uh, one assist and three key passes for Leeds over Villa. Mm-hmm. And again, just a dominant performance in midfield. There were plenty of Leeds players we probably could have included. Helder sure. Costa, Stuart Dallas, but Klitsch and... We'll get to Bamford, obviously, where the two stand Spoiler. out. Spoiler! I know, I know. Who could have seen it coming? Jeez. But, uh, Jake, I'll let, with that, I'll let you take the uh, the front three. Wow, you're spoiling me with I know. all these people. Well, I like hearing your voice, and Ooh. I like taking sips of whiskey. So. Yeah, no, please, take one right now while I look at you. Yes. And you can talk. Oh, I can talk? Yeah. Okay. Wilf Zaha, yeah. up top, goal and assist. Man can do both in that 2-1 victory. Um, and then on the other side, we have... Danny Ings, who had two assists, like we talked about earlier. A real Harry Kane. A real Harry Kane. You can tell he grew up watching Harry Kane (laughs) the way that he's providing assists from the striker position. I'm doing the math in my head, yep. It checks out. Yep. It checks out. Correct ages, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he uh, really looked great in that Southampton team Mm -hmm. that all around looked amazing against Everton. Yeah, they absolutely did. Um, And then, unsurprisingly, Patty Banff. Yeah, no. I mean, a Hattie. Yeah, Huge I mean, for our fantasy team. It really was. And uh, at the end of the day, a great performance. Because they were good finishes as well. The first one a little scrappy, but sure. his second and third were great. Yeah. Very composed in the box. Uh, upper echelon finishes, you could say. Wow. Yeah. 
You, you could say. I said it. I said it. <laughs> and you did. Um, now, my goal of the week winner, Antonio, personally did not make the team despite no. his best efforts. Um, is that your snub of the week? That was my snub. Mm-hmm. Is I, I thought Zaha, Ings, and Bamford were better overall than sure, Antonio. Sure, sure, sure. Antonio scored a delightful goal, and they got a huge result against City, but overall, I, I felt that those three, and clearly you did as well, because it's our combined team of the week. Yeah, um, we actually have to like come to a consensus. Yeah, which sucks. Yeah, it's I hate, so much I hate agreeing to do with it you. on your own. Really? Um, but overall, I mean, look, I don't want to overstep, of course. Please don't. But that lineup together of our team of the week, that's an upper mid-table side right there. Uh, this team? Yeah, yeah, just combined. Like, that's a good uh, team. Uh, you don't feel that way. Again, I said no. upper mid-table. Upper mid-table, sure, yes. Yeah, yeah. no, I not like, I will concede that point. Yeah, thank you. Because yeah. the way that you were starting to question me and eh, me, <laughs> it got me a little worried that maybe right. you were going to call me an idiot or something, but... Uh, I think we've seen Team of the Weeks that have been top Certainly. four contenders. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so, uh, I'm not I'm too saying, impressed. Like, for a team that really doesn't involve any of... I mean, there are still top players in there, but there's not, like, the headliners. We're sure. not throwing in Sala. We're not throwing in Mane. We're not throwing in... I mean, I guess you could... Well, there's only, the... there's only, what, three players that are on the big six teams? Yeah. So. But I love that. Yeah, I think it's, it's awesome. Um... But yeah, so that pretty much covers our match week six. And with match week six done, Jake, mm-hmm. we can talk about our pickums. Oh. Uh, we're giving our six week update on that. Uh, I hate to concede <laughs> that after my only one point performance in match Oof. week five, yeah, uh, you do have a three point lead, twenty five to, to twenty two. Right. Well, I'm sure you're excited about it. Um, you hate to see it. Especially because I gave you two free points, mm-hmm. and I missed out on yeah. a point because I still picked Villa. Silly. Um, silly, silly boy. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm pretty bummed about that. It could be a one-point difference. But all things considered, considering the fact that I got one two weeks ago, sure. and I'm only down by three, Yeah. I'll take that. Okay. Uh, look, do I expect to still tank at some other point in the season? Sure. Can we keep up getting... I got 7 of 10 right in week 4. Wow. And you got 6 of 10 right in week 3. Wow, really? Yeah. So it's not like we're doing Those are poorly. impressive when you consider that's not 50-50 because you, right. you have draws in there. Yeah. And yeah. so all things considered, 25 and 22, not bad. No. Um. I mean, I would take being 30%, I mean, we're over 30%, but 30% right on our pick so far, 60 games, roughly, a little less, sure. because a few teams have games in hand, like Man United, like Man City. I mean, Jake, that's pretty stellar. I'm pretty proud of us. Um, hey, I'm proud of us, too. And this is why you bet. You know, this this is why we follow Jake's bets, because you're getting 25 out of, what, 56 games, correct? Give or take. Roughly? I yeah. Mean, that's not a bad return. No. Um... I'm proud of us. I'm just going to say it. I am proud of you. Well, that doesn't make sense. That's. <laughs> I think that's a lot. Well, see, I expect a lot better out of me because I'm years 
oh, above you. Yeah, you've been right. You've been watching the sure, Premier League yeah. a lot longer than I have. I've just been around soccer my entire life. Right. You know? <laughs> no, I do know that about you. Your dad, especially. My dad. A soccer guy. Huge soccer yeah, guy. Yeah, I bet he listens to this podcast a lot. Oh, I'm, every week, I'm every sure. Week. He, yeah. You know, he's like, well, you wore the, the, I did wear the shirt, shirt in Mexico, so yep. we would have seen it. Yep. He's, um, he's the only person that had no comment on it. So. Oh, really? Yeah. I will say, I was pretty surprised that you didn't come back to me with a report that locals in Mexico were like, oh, PL and PJs. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. I've seen that. Are you that guy? That is my favorite podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised to hear that. Um, maybe we need to start doing translations into sure. Spanish and yeah. French and German to, I, to broaden the audience. I'm conversational in Spanish. So sure. I'm I, not. I could just dub all of our commentary. Sure. Sure. Okay. Well, cool. uh, yeah. It looks so, like we have a new business model going forward. Yeah. But Outside of that, we wanted to give some general updates. Yep. And one of the biggest ones are the championship contenders. Who's looking like, at the start of the season, they're going to make the push into the Premier League. Championship, for those who do not know, is the second tier in English soccer. Yes. So the top two teams automatically promote up to the Premier League. And then as it stands right now, we talked about it in Project Big Picture that they were mm-hmm. maybe going to change the format, but as it stands right now, then three, four, five, and six, the people or the teams that yep. finish in those positions all go into the a playoff, playoff, and the winner of the playoff then also goes up to the Premier League. And frankly, it is a shocking system in the sense that when the playoff is done, they get like a huge party at Wembley, they get a trophy, confetti guns, and it's like the second place team in the championship doesn't get anything. The first place team in the championship doesn't go to Wembley. I mean, it's uh, it's just interesting to me that third, fourth, fifth, and sixth in the championship get a more it. of a celebration than first and second. No, I really love it. I think it's awesome. Oh, it's exciting yeah. for sure. Um, Which obviously the first place team when they clinch they party and stuff. But yeah, I guess the trip to Wembley means more. Yeah, no, it's a big deal. Um, but that being said, uh, right now in first place in the championship, they've played eight games mm-hmm. every team. Uh, we have Reading in first place, oh. uh, a team that hasn't been in the Premier League for a few years, but not yeah. new to the Premier League, no. if anybody's been watching for at least a few years. I can't remember the last time they were in the Premier League. I want to say it's been like four or five years. Oh, more than that. Really? Yep. And I'd maybe say I'm thinking of a six. different team. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, but anyway, point I, is... Yeah, I can't say I've seen Tottenham play Reading. Really? Yeah, and now that I say that, I feel like, yeah, I'm way wrong. I'm thinking. Yeah, no, uh, so how about you go through the rest of the standings? While, you know, I bet it while was, I look that up. Okay, I was gonna say I bet it was like. No, you know I'm not even gonna guess. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna the, tell you. The point is, Reading is in first, and they have a six point lead on second place Bournemouth, who maybe people would have expected to come back up. Um, as I've said many times on the show, unjustly dropped last year on the phantom goal. Yeah. Um, in third place, Swansea. Ooh, uh, the Swans. Recent Premier League team, but where the real excitement starts is in fourth with Millwall, where I love seeing these lesser known. You have something that you're going to say. I can see it in your face. I was going to wait until you're done. No, no. Please interject. I should have an update on, on Reading. When was it? Seven years ago. Oh. Yeah. So, seems right. yeah. Which makes sense because I think six years ago was the first time I consistently watched That's fair. Tottenham, so. That's fair. Um, so yeah, it's been a while, but anyway, Millwall, Millwall. fourth place, and I just I love seeing those lesser known smaller clubs mm-hmm. make the championship playoff spots, promotion spots. 
Um, not that Leeds is a small team because they're historically popular, but it was fun to see them come up. Mm-hmm. It was fun to see Nottingham Forest come up, who hasn't been in the Premier League in years, but is also a European champion, won the Champions League, what it was, the Champions League twice. Yeah. Back's back. Um, and I believe it was 74. Not going to fact check okay. it right now. Um, anyway. <laughs> I trust you. I like seeing those teams be in, in contention for it, and so Millwall is just a fun team, and I hope they continue to do well, but... After that, oh, they have a big fan base. Their fan base is insane. Oh yeah, yeah, no, they're great. Uh, I would love to see them in the Premier League. Yeah, I believe Tottenham played them in like the FA Cup uh, yeah. four years ago, and it was nuts. Yeah, yeah, no, they're they're great. Um, and then after that, in fifth, Watford. Again, we're seeing a lot of. Sometimes you see Premier League teams like go into the Championship drop off. And, and that's because they they sell all their players. Right, they they don't have the funding anymore. They sure. have to drop all their yeah. players. Their better players leave to go to Premier League quality teams, and then they can't afford to keep some of those more mm-hmm. fringe players, and they just tank. Um, but this year, we've seen Bournemouth and Watford and Norwich, who's tied for sixth, well, on points with on Bristol points. City. Sure. They're technically in seventh, but Bristol City is in sixth, and I guess that just kind of covers that other point. But you know, you're seeing those Premier League teams from last season kind of stay in contention early on. Mm-hmm. Again, only eight games played. Um, I believe the championship is a 24-team league, so they have more games to play Ooh. each season. Yeah, I didn't think um, about that. And so, eight games played, I think we could still call that early days. Um, yeah, and one thing about the championship is that there's never like any like powerhouses, because right. if they are, they get promoted. Right. So, uh, it really could shake up throughout the year. For sure. Um, in fact, I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see Reading. In first, continuously. I would like to see him back, season. though. Oh, me too. I Personally. would like to see him back, but they have a six-point gap early. I don't know if that continues. Um, but yeah, so anyway, just to recap, Reading, Bournemouth, Swansea, Millwall, Watford, Bristol City, and then Norwich. Mm-hmm. Tied on points with Bristol City. So, all things considered, like we said, it's early in the championship. Yeah. These aren't necessarily going to be the teams that are promoted back up. No. But it's interesting to keep track of throughout the season. We'll keep giving updates roughly every six weeks. Yeah, let's do it every time we going. give the point updates yeah, for and our pick I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah, and then as it. we get closer to the end of the season, we'll start keeping track of it a little bit more. Because yeah, the end of the maybe, championship yeah. season is exciting. I think it is so exciting every year. Especially that tournament. I, yeah. That play-in tournament. I love it. Yeah, no, it's, it's hot news. But then also, Jake, yeah. in a recap sense, based on Premier League teams, we got... All the Champions League games and Europa League games. We're only going to talk about Champions League, though. Yeah, no, I know. Um, um, but yeah. But Champions League teams, the all. Premier League teams went 4-4. Four four. They all won. They all kept clean sheets. Which is shocking. And if I'm not mistaken, mistaken it was uh, 2-0, 3-0, 4-0, 5-0. Now, is that so? Because I didn't put that together. Wasn't it? No. No, now that you say that, I think that's I think that's so. Man United five zero five zero Chelsea, Chelsea four zero City City three zero yeah and I'm missing last one Liverpool Liverpool two zero two zero yeah no that's that's a blast yeah that's fun. A, that is really fun um, <laughs> aren't you glad I realized that? yeah and then Arsenal won three zero in the Europa League mm-hmm. and that's the only, that's the only Europa League happen. game with the, we're not talking <clears> about Spurs. One nil draws. Or draws? Draws. Loss. <laughs> I wish it was a draw. <laughs> <laughs> a draws. No, no, no. It's draws. Uh, no, we're not talking yeah. about it. But yeah, so uh, Champions League only. Um, that's exciting. Uh, 
Seeing, I mean, thinking off the top of my head, I think Man United had the toughest opponent. Yeah, I think so. And they won by the largest margin. Which was margin, astounding. Um, Rashford hat trick off the bench. Which is unbelievable. Great. Uh, you know the last player to do that for Manchester United. If you had to take a guess, off the bench hat trick. Can you give me a year? I want to say it was in the nineties. In the nineties. Yeah, like mid nineties. Uh, I can tell you. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. No way. Yeah. Yeah, so that's fine. And look, we're not going to give a Champions League update every week no, because no, that's no. not what the pod is about. But this week, we have the opportunity to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, since it was delayed a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a little fun trivia fact for you. The last Manchester United player to score off the bench was that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. And then here comes Marcus. Um, so yeah, I was pretty excited about that. I can't wait for them to then disappoint against Arsenal, which is awesome. But we can get into that in our next section, which is oh, wait, yeah. where to pick them already. Look our at match that. week seven pick them, and this just flies by. I know it's it's getting tight. Mm-hmm. You know it's only it's only a three point gap up there. So you gotta you have to stay on good form. We're expecting me to do poorly at this point, frankly. But Are we? you have all the pressure on to make good picks and keep your lead. So starting off on Halloween mm-hmm. October 31st at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time we have Man City Sheffield United hold the freaking phone it's held it's in my hand there's a Friday game there is oh my gosh you're right you silly idiot well I'm so dumb <laughs> I'm so dumb um wow okay yeah well. so let's restart <laughs> the, the, the day right. we so match week 7 yeah Rest. uh <laughs> The day before Halloween. The day before on Halloween. On the 30th, Wolves Crystal Palace at 4 Eastern Time. Ooh, Again. late game. Late game. Um, I have a draw in this game. Okay. 1-1 one, one in my head. Okay, so you're keeping the draw momentum going. <laughs> the draw momentum. <laughs> We're going to keep that going. We're going to coin that. Um, you know what? I am going to go for a Wolves victory in this game. Wolves. They've been underperforming lately. Sure. You know? But Crystal Palace, in the spirit of me having them as one of my bottom teams, yeah, I'm picking Wolves. You need them to I drop need, it. I, I need <laughs> Wolves to, to win that game. So now moving on. All right, now, now back to where we were. Yes, Halloween. 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 We have Sheffield Man City at 8.30 Eastern Time. Um, you know, it's tough because Man City has been so average. Sure. And Sheffield just had a good performance in their terms against yeah. Liverpool. Um, but I, I think I'm, I have to go Man City win by at least two. I'm going to go for a Man City win as well. I don't know, win by two? Sure, sure, sure. At least two as well. You're thinking maybe Well, I'm, uh, we'll come back to it, but yes. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to pick Man City in that game as well. Okay. Um, it's just one of those things where I have no confidence in Sheffield because even though they played well, yeah. they still lost. You know, I mean, it's... Which is always disheartening. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so, moving on, at 11 Eastern, we have Burnley-Chelsea. I have a Chelsea win. I, too, have a Chelsea win. Yeah. I I talked about this a couple weeks ago. I've picked Burnley from time to time, (laughs) and kind of a surprising result has not paid off. So After watching Burnley against Tottenham last week, they're they're annoying. No. And I just don't want them to win. Well, okay. That's not really taking bias out (laughs) of it, but yeah, okay. Just in general, I like as a neutral fan, I just 
I think their their play style is annoying. You realize we just lost all of our Burnley supporters, <laughs> listeners. I am so sad. Yeah, uh, that's tough. I'm, I'm gonna be calling HR about that later because I'm I'm pissed about that. Um, after that at one thirty Eastern Liverpool West Ham. Me first, Please. always. I mean, that's that's how it works. It is. So I don't know why you're looking at it. Well, it should be I else. I say that because upset of the week. Oh, surprise pick. Surprise pick of the week, if you will. West Ham. Wow, you're right in the hype train of West Ham, even with Moyes back on the side. <laughs> I just I looked at all the other games and I was like, I can't think of anything that's truly an upset okay. that I think is going to happen. So why not this? Okay. Hey, why not us? Why? You know? I love it. Exactly. Um, I'm picking Liverpool in that one. Smart. <laughs> uh, I don't think... Part of me want to say, oh, draw, because they came out with a surprising result last week, West Ham. Yeah. But I'm going with Liverpool. Uh, even without Van Dyke, I still think that they're too much for West Ham. Even when Antonio scores two in the first half? Yeah. It, wow. Look, if that happens, I'll be stoked for you. If, if Antonio scores two in the first half, You'll be taking multiple shots of this nice whiskey we have. What is it again? Leopold, Leopold Brothers. Leopold Brothers. That's right, yeah. Uh, doing the next recording. Okay. Deal? Deal. Deal. Confirmed. All right. Um, all right, and I'm not even going to add like a counter deal to that. It's just... And we didn't even, you didn't even specify uh, several, so that's up to my interpretation. Yeah, no, that's fine. Okay, cool. That's how confident I am wow. that Antonio is not going to score two goals in the first Okay. <laughs> um... All right, then moving on on Sunday, November 1st, at 7 a.m. Eastern, we have Aston Villa, Southampton. Ooh. It's a tasty one. It, it actually is. I know, gonna, I know. I'm going to really enjoy this game. Um, because Aston Villa, on the form that they've been on right. to start the season, the I know loss. they're kind of a loss. And then Southampton, the form they've been on in the last few weeks, it's actually kind of an enticing game. I might have to go draw. I was also going to pick a draw in this yeah. one. I'm not... The thing is, I'm too nervous to pick either team because I could see either of them winning. Sure. So I'm picking a draw in it. I don't know if that was your reasoning as no, well. No, it was. Okay. Yeah. Because I could see it blowing up my face either way. Right. So this way, if one <laughs> team wins, it's like, ah, oh, so close. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, moving on then. At 9 Eastern, we have Newcastle Everton. I have an Everton bounce back win. Okay. I'm really curious to hear your pick. Whee! Whoa, what is that? Surprise pick of the week. Surprise pick. Who could have seen it coming? I have Newcastle beating Everton. What? Yeah, everybody's going to be talking about it. They're going to be saying, oh, where'd that siren come from? I do, love you guys, do you guys have a mixer or something with like pre-recorded sounds? Because that was really uh, convincing. And that sound is how you know. Sirens are going off. We, <laughs> we've got a professional audio technician working for us. He, he put that siren sound in. Yeah, and it was really convincing. It was really good. <laughs> Newcastle. Newcastle. Okay, cool. Yep. Uh, after that, game of the week. Probably, yeah. At 11.30 Eastern, Manchester United, Arsenal. Jake. I came into this room with all these picks already decided. Okay. And I thought, oh, man, you, riding that high from the 5-0 win, are going to win this. And I know I've said a lot of draws already, but I think this is also going to be a draw. So here's the thing, Jake. Manchester United beat PSG, draw Chelsea. They beat Leipzig, they will draw Arsenal. There you, it's well. a pattern. It's a pattern. Wait. It's a pattern. It's a clue. <laughs> it's an anagram. It's an anagram. It's a clue. 
Yeah, uh, I, I think Manchester United and Arsenal draw. Um, I just, I could see Manchester United not riding the high and instead letting their fans down. Uh, part of me wanted to pick Man U because I picked them so little. But they're having Which a turbulent sad. start to the Premier League season. It's one way to say They're it. doing great in Europe. Yeah. But, boy, have they had a tough time at home specifically in the Premier League. Hmm. I just, I'm, I'm picking a draw on this Okay, one. yeah. Uh, after that, at 2.15, Spurs, Brighton. Ooh, I don't have to wake up early this I week. I know, That's congrats. Fun. That's awesome. Um, I'm hopeful for a Tottenham win. Okay. I... Almost picked a draw, mm. but I am going to pick a Spurs victory. I think there's no way Jose Mourinho sure. does not rip into them after sure. losing today 1-0, and I assume he'll make some lineup changes. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I mean, lineup changes from their European right. game, sure. That's what I mean. Like, I mean, he, Well, there were nine like, changes from the Burnley game. Well, no, that's my <laughs> point. Is like, like, There's going to be changes, yes. like, but... I mean, Son and Kane are going to be back on the field. You know they're going to combine for a goal yeah. or two. Uh, and then on Monday, Jake, and it's the first time I've gotten to say this the entire show so far, noon 30, uh, Fulham, West Brom. I'm just happy for you. That you got to say no, me too. I was yeah. really kind of worried that that wouldn't happen, but here we are. Um, it's tough. You know, you're going to see a lot of good goals. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe 10 goals combined wow. this game. Yeah, uh, you think so? So I take the over. I can't wait to hear Jake's bets. If you're, yeah. if you're a betting man, I take the over. Um, but I think Fulham are going to win. Okay, and this is the first one we've really been pretty different on. I'm picking a West Brom victory okay. in this one. Cool. Um, so hey, that's exciting. Adds a little spice to the life. Well, my boy uh, Tom Kearney, after his banger oh, past right. week, going to yeah. follow it up with another one. That is a huge prediction. Uh, Outside the box goal, Tom Kearney. You heard it here first. You're giving previews to Jake Betts already. Ten goals in the Fulham West Brown game and a Kearney <laughs> banger. That is not included in Jake's bets. Take your money to the bank. Okay. Never mind. It's over. Now it is. Um, and then lastly, at 3 p.m. Eastern, we have Leeds Leicester. Oof. Which again, kind of a closer yeah, game. Yeah, you see, you see Leeds coming off that yeah. hot win, and uh, Leicester also looking solid against Arsenal. Um, I think if Jamie Vardy starts, Leicester win. I have a Leicester win yeah. here as well. Um, I've picked Leeds to upset a few times this season, but uh, to this point, I'm picking uh, what's his name. Oh, that's their name. Sorry, I got distracted with fantasy, which Lester? is coming up next. But yes, Lester. Um, but moving on, yeah, fantasy. Dude. You're way ahead of well, us. Well, we, we changed our lineup. We but did, and we it, need to tell everyone about but it. But it didn't uh, change on my phone, so that's kind of frustrating. That's why I was, I was getting uh, ready for the next the segment. Computer. Yeah, I was getting ready for our next segment, and then for some reason things didn't change. So we're going to do a live change right now, and now we're, now we're good. Um all right, so fantasy. We finally got Adama Traore out of there because he has not been finally. playing. Finally. Uh, Luca Digne cannot make the starting lineup because he did get a red card and he has a one-match suspension. Sure, sure. But our team, we have Pickford against Newcastle. We have Alexander-Arnold against West Ham, who has underperformed this year. I will yeah, say. Yeah, I was sad. But he has not been great. Maybe um, he's due for a game. I hope so. After that, we have Gabriel from Arsenal against Manchester United. We have Lamptey at Spurs. 
And then our midfield is Bruno Fernandes, still our vice-captain against Arsenal. Heung-Min Son is our captain against Brighton. We then have Neto against Crystal Palace. Helder Costa against Leicester. And we're maintaining the same front three of Timo Werner against Burnley. Calvert-Lewin at Newcastle. And Patrick Bamford against Leicester. Another hat-trick coming. Oh, I hope so. Be like, should we change him to captain just in case? No. So that's how confident you are? I am not that confident. Um, but. But. Now I, the thing is, I didn't have to prepare for the next segment by pulling it up on my phone. Sure. So I can be a little bit more focused Ooh, now. Ooh, yeah. Um, in the moment. Jake, your player to watch for this week. Maybe not in our fantasy team. No. But who is your player to watch for the week? So this week, I have a hopefully healthy Kevin De Bruyne. Okay. I think that he is going to boss that midfield against Sheffield and at least an assist, maybe an assist in a goal. Okay. I like that. I can definitely see that happening, but I decided to go a little bit more obscure. Oh, I love it. Um, My player to watch for this week is Matthias Pereira from West Bromwich Albion. Mm-hmm. Against Fulham, I have a West Brom victory, suspect. yep. And in the, I could see a ton of goals in this game. Yeah, I have a lot of confidence in him as a player after coming from Sporting mm-hmm. Lipsin. He's a good player, and so I think he could be in for a multi-assist game at Fulham, maybe okay. even a goal himself. Uh, so so he's definitely my player to watch. For this as season. much as I don't want that to happen because I picked the Fulham sure. win, I would love that to happen for you. Yeah, no, I'd be pretty excited yeah. about it. I mean, these ones don't have repercussions like our pick'em. Sure. Um, but that was just one of those where I thought that seems like a game where there could be goals. I, isn't that the one I said it's going to be? It's going to be a 10 goal 10 thriller. 10 goal thriller. Yeah. yeah. So if anything, that pick for me now looks stellar. There's You're welcome. No way he's yeah. yeah. Um, but with that out of the way, Jake, we can get into my favorite segment. Giggles? Jake's bets. Uh, <laughs> I jumped the gun. Giggles come. is next. <laughs> still um, so yeah, uh, last week, as we covered, I had the Crystal Palace straight up. You kissed it. It was like... Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I kissed it. Uh, they were like, what, plus 130 or 140? Yeah. And, uh, you know, good return if you put a fiver on it. This week, we're stepping it back up a little bit. Okay. Just a little bit. <laughs> Coming Get back excited. to what I said earlier, City minus one and a half. Okay. So that's why I was confident. Yeah. About them beating Sheffield, kind of. Handily. 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 Yes. Yes. Right. Works. Handedly, I think. Handedly. I think it's handedly. Handedly, yes. (laughs) Whatever the verbiage. Handedly. Handedly. Candidly. No hand. To be completely candid. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Moving on. Moving on. (laughs) Um, You're going to parlay that with... The Crystal Palace win or draw against Wolves. Okay. Which I know you had a Wolves win. I did. Um, so I'm betting against you. But that wasn't necessarily because of my belief in the actual sure. game itself. It's because of how I need Crystal Palace to finish. Right. That's fair. You know. Um, which you should never base your picks off that. It's too late. Um, both actually the same odds at minus 117. Parlay together. Give you a nice cool... Plus 246. You're going to double your money and then some. So you're welcome in advance. It's a sure thing. (laughs) It's a sure thing. Jake, you're wearing a hat right now. You're putting your hat on it. Take your hat off and put your hat on the bet. 
There you go. Did it. Cool. <laughs> now that that's done. I love that confidence. <laughs> now our favorite segment, giggles. <laughs> it is. And it happens every week. <laughs> that's the best part, is it's so consistent. And I love that it's on the outline. And we're going to hit well, every, every week. week. Yeah, every no, week. It's, it's one of those things where it's not like we'd ever forget it. No, we wouldn't. But just the reminder, like, sure. hey, let's leave with some laughs. I love you know, it. not like, oh, Jake, what's a good joke <sighs> kind of laugh, but more just, I'm having a good time. We've had our whiskey. I'm feeling a little giggly, <laughs> you know? It's, it's just the way that it is. Oh, and it's perfect. Oh, it is the greatest <laughs> send-off in all of podcast history. So, thank you guys for joining us on our first Thursday recording session. It's exciting. Of PL and PJs. Yeah. Join us next week as we steal the Declaration of Independence. You're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't told you yet. <laughs> that was the clue. <laughs> we talked about it earlier. <laughs> well, this has been Jake and Brent with PL and PJs. The only Premier League podcast with a dress code. That dress code being jammies. We'll see you next week. Love and love.